Chapter Twenty Three of My Southern Home, or The South and Its People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. My Southern Home, or The South and Its People, by William Wells Brown. Chapter Twenty Three. Norfolk is the place above all others, where the old Virginia never tire colored people of the olden time may be found in their purity. Here nearly everybody lives out of doors in the warm weather. This is not confined to the blacks. On the sidewalks, in front of the best hotels, under the awnings at store doors, on the door sills of private houses, and on the curbstones in the streets, may be seen people of all classes but the blacks especially give the inside of the house a wide berth in the summer. I went to the market, for I always like to visit the markets on Saturday, for there you see life among the lowly as you see it nowhere else. Colored men and women have a respectable number of stalls in the Norfolk market, the management of which does them great credit. But the costermongers or street vendors are the men of music, Here's your nice vegetables, green corn, butter beans, taters, Irish taters, new, just been digged. Come and get em what is fresh. Now's your time, squash, California squash, best in the world. Come and get em now. It'll be Sunday tomorrow, and I'll be gone to church. Big fat Mexican peas, marer fat squash, Protestant squash, good catholic vegetables of all kinds now's your time to get snap beans okra tomatoes and taters going by don't be foolish virgins have the dinner ready when the master he comes home snap beans going by just then the vendor broke forth in a most musical voice oh hannah boil that cabbage down hannah boil em down and turned him buckwheats round and round, Hannah boil him down. It's almost time to blow the horn, Hannah boil him down. To call the boys that hold a corn, Hannah boil him down. Hannah boil him down, the cabbage just pulled out the ground, boil him in the pot, and make him smoking hot. Some like the cabbage made in kraut, Hannah boil him down. They eat so much they get the gout. Hannah boil em down. They chops em up and let them spoil. Hannah boil em down. I'd rather have my cabbage boiled. Hannah boil em down. Some say that possum's in the pan. Hannah boil em down. Am the sweetest meat in all the land. Hannah boil em down. But there's that old cabbage head. Hannah, boil em down. I'll prize it, children, till I's dead. Hannah, boil em down. This song, given in his inimitable manner, drew the women to the windows, and the crowd around the vegetable man in the street, and he soon disposed of the contents of his cart. Other vendors who toted their commodities about in baskets on their heads took advantage of the musical man's company to sell their own goods. 
a woman with some really fine strawberries, put forth her claims in a very interesting song. The interest, however, centered more upon the manner than the matter. I live four miles out of town. I am going to glory. My strawberries are sweet and sound. I am going to glory. I fotch em four miles on my head. I am going to glory. My child is sick and husband dead. I am going to glory. Now's the time to get em cheap. I am going to glory. Eat em with your bread and meat. I am going to glory. Come, sinner, get down on your knees. I am going to glory. Eat these strawberries when you please. I am going to glory. Upon the whole, the colored man of Virginia is a very favorable physical specimen of his race, and he has peculiarly fine urbane manners. A stranger, judging from the surface of life here, would undoubtedly say that they were a happy, well-to-do people. Perhaps also he might say, Ah, I see. The negro is the same everywhere, a hewer of wood, a peddler of vegetables, a wearer of the waiter's white apron. Freedom has not altered his status. Such a judgment would be a very hasty one. Nations are not educated in twenty years. There are certain white men who naturally gravitate also to these positions, and we must remember that it is only the present generation of Negroes who have been able to appropriate any share of the nobler blessings of freedom. But the colored boys and girls of Virginia are today vastly different from what the colored boys and girls of fifteen or twenty years ago were. The advancement and improvement is so great that it is that unreasonable to predict it from a very satisfactory future. The Negro population here are greatly in the majority, and formerly sent a member of their own color to the state senate, but through bribery and ballot-box stuffing, a white senator is now in Richmond. One Negro here at a late election sold his vote for a barrel of sugar. After he had voted and taken his sugar home, he found it to be a barrel of sand. I learned that his neighbors turned the laugh upon him, and made him treat the whole company, which cost him five dollars. I would not have it supposed from what I have said about the general condition of the blacks in Virginia that there are none of a higher grade. Far from it. For some of the best mechanics in the state are colored men. In Richmond and Petersburg they have stores and carry on considerable trade both with the whites and their own race. They are doing a great deal for education. Many send their sons and daughters north and west for better advantages, and they are building some of the finest churches in this state. The Second Baptist Church here pulled down a comparatively new and fine structure last year to replace it with a more splendid place of worship, simply because a rival church of the same denomination had surpassed them. I view the new edifice, and feel confident it will compare favorably with any church on the Back Bay, Boston. The new building will seat 3,000 persons, and will cost, exclusive of the ground, $100,000, 
all the brick and woodwork of which is being done by colored men. End of chapter 23 Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista